Welcome to Fluent and Chill. I'm Anthony K. I'm here as always with my main man, Jermaine. How you doing, man, from Chilltown Hoops? What's up, brother? What's going on? Football season? Basketball season? Yeah. You know, every week, we we typically, we take a look at the standings. Mm-hmm. We talk, and, and we will make our picks for this week. Don't get me wrong. But we look at the standings. We talk about contenders, pretenders, teams, really the team, the unit, the, the collective. Mm-hmm. I feel like today it's going to be about certain individuals and I'm going to run you down a list and I hope we can get to all of them mm-hmm. uh, before we have to start making our, making our team picks. And we, and we will definitely do that. However, here's, I think the names that I feel like we have to talk about mm-hmm. Derek Henry, yep. Jameis Winston, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham, Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. Von Miller, Fletcher Cox, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, Unfortunately, though, I do I do want to start with somebody else. Henry Ruggs. Mm-hmm. Promising young receiver for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. When you see stories, and I hate start starting things off kind of on a negative, but listen, right. I, I feel like we have to talk about it because maybe someone hears it. Maybe someone heeds the message and is like, I maybe I'll do something different now. I don't know all the details of right. what transpired that night. Mm-hmm. We do know that he was drinking. Mm-hmm. We do know that he was double the blood alcohol level and yep. got into a car. He was doing 156 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And in a residential, it, by the way. In a not residential. In a residential area. Good point. And he, his passenger were injured. However, person in the other car lost their life. Mm-hmm. Too many stories like this, right? Yep. When you, so, and I got to tell you, I was doing a, a TikTok live at the time. Mm-hmm. And the, the first thing I saw was Henry Ruggs had been charged with a DUI. And I made a joke, just to be honest, because like DUI, look, not that it's good to get a DUI. Um, however, it happens so often. I'm just right. like, oh, you know, like, come on, man. Like at this point in your life, at that point in your career, you can afford a driver. If you've been drinking- yeah, football yeah, you, you, you can. Them. Yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. So I immediately made a joke about, hey, you, when you sign your first contract, mm-hmm. even if it's a rookie deal, even mm-hmm. if it's a minimum, you could get a driver. Yep. I, I get it. You want to go out and have fun. I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. Hire a driver, get a driver. So I made yep. a joke about a DUI. By the time I was finished, the rest of the story came out. So when you saw that story, kind of what was your first reaction to it? Well, when I first saw the story in its entirety, the first thing I'm thinking is he's going to jail. That's the first thing I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's going to jail. And I'm trying to understand exactly what the thought process is. Tone, I'm pretty, I'm pretty lenient when it comes to people's transgressions because you know we all screw up and, sure. and we all screw up a lot. We screw up big, but I have a difficult time having empathy for somebody when I know what this could be before it actually transpires. So before I even get into this car, before I even take this sip of vodka, I know if I drink this and get behind the wheel, what this could be. This isn't something that was an accident where I was driving and I was sober and somebody ran in the middle of the street and I hit them and oh my God, I'm no, this isn't that. 
I knew before I sat down at that table or wherever I was, I started drinking this and I get behind the wheel of a car. This could happen. So if I'm speculating here, he's in the car with a young lady who he was he was drinking. So he they both were drinking and he probably was trying to impress her. And she's like, yo, slow the car down. And he's not listening to her because he's drunk. And the next thing you know, boom, he hits another car. And it's obvious that the other person was gone because, you know, the car in front of him it, it immediately was, it imploded. So yeah. it was on fire. Now, with that being said, Tone, you also have to remember, too, the programs that they have in the NFL. The NFL is one of the most secure organizations in the world. They have everything for you. So if Tony wants to go out and he's in Cleveland, Tony can call up the NFL office and say, hey, I'm in Cleveland for the night. I was wondering if I can get a security guard to because I want to go to it. And they'll, they'll provide that for you. They'll have somebody or you can call up the local police station and go, hey, I got fifteen hundred dollars. You got a detective or you got a, yeah, so a, off, an off duty who can. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah. And can, can I do that? You can absolutely do that. Same idea. If I'm going out and I want to hang out and I know I'm going to be drinking. Either I got my buddy with me who's the designated driver, or I can call up the NFL hotline. Hey, listen, I'm in Las Vegas tonight. I'm in Los Angeles tonight. I was wondering if I, if I can get a uh, if I can get a DD for tonight because you know I'm gonna go out and hang out and have a good time. It was their off week anyway, right. but instead I'm gonna be flashy. I want to show my car, which I can do that tone, but I could do that if you know I got somebody with me. I mean, this yeah, this is my ride, and I'm sitting in the passenger seat. I'm hanging out, but. It, at that age, man, the, the thought process is just so, so quick. Everything they, yeah. they, there's there's a there's a there's an attitude of invincibility. That's not going to happen to me, you know. That that I'm I'm better than that. I'm bigger than that until it actually happens, and then now I'm in that position. So this is bad, Tone. This is really bad, and I think he's going to jail. Yeah. Oh, I unfortunately, I I think there's no doubt that he is going to go to jail, and that's mm -hmm. listen from a personal standpoint. Obviously, we feel bad. And our condolences go to the family who, you know, who lost somebody for him as a person, you, mm -hmm. you know, I know from firsthand experience, uh, having someone in the exact same position in my family, what that does to that person and that family. Right. Um, and then, you know, what's going to happen after. And then obviously from, from the NFL side, you know, from a player and his career, like not that it's done, but it's tough. Like if he goes to jail for a year or two, your career is also so it's it's the personal it's the individual it's 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 the career like everything's kind of put in, in jeopardy uh if there's any techie people out there um i'm putting this out there and you can reach out to me directly at anthony k at sportsfoon.com let me know let's create an app let's create an app for nfl players because i guarantee you if they because you said oh they could call the nfl offices they should have an app right they should have an app i need a bodyguard click mm -hmm. this is my location click mm -hmm. and someone i need a driver click like yep. that will make like let's make it easier and let's you know, let's think about it. Most of these players are what twenty two to thirty years old. Yep. They're in that era of what was the last time? Not you in, in particular because I know you and me are around the same. What was the last time a twenty year old pick up the phone and called you? <laughs> it's not. probably, it's not probably, how it's not how the majority. Years, probably about right? five years ago was my daughter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and not include yeah, not including your kids. Right. right. It's not the world that they live in. So no. let's make it easily accessible for them. Yeah. It, you know, education is always going to be a thing when it's finances, whether it's, you know, decision making that we know NBA, NFL, NHL, like every sport, every athlete, every entertainer probably needs more of. But yeah. let's make, make let's make those services 
easily available. Right. So if you're out there, let me know. NFL, if you're listening, steal the idea. I don't care. It's not about me, although right. I'd like to take it. But let's let, it's more about the players. So let's get them the help. That being said, um, we, we'll move on to, unfortunately, from, from that tragic incident to, mm-hmm. to tragedy of a different kind mm-hmm. on the field. You and I last week had a conversation about Derrick Henry mm-hmm. passing 2,000 yards this season, mm-hmm. having one of the greatest seasons, passing LaDamon Tomlinson's touchdown record, mm-hmm. having one of the greatest seasons by a running back in NFL history, yep. having this be the kind of, not necessarily the peak, but the moment where if he continued to be successful over the next couple of years, that put him into that top five that Mount Rushmore, that top running back, if he continued into that conversation. Mm -hmm. And I hope that it wasn't our conversation that jinxed him. If you believe in those things, because (laughs) the next very next game, he's out for the season or out indefinitely. I guess technically they haven't said out for the season, but let's be real, right? Out indefinitely. Yeah. When you saw that, when you saw that, was your mind optimistic about, Hey, they were running him into the ground. Like, I think he was on pace to have over 400 carries or something ridiculous. And, hey, maybe this is good. He can get some rest and come back next season. Or was it, man, what a, what a season that was just lost because it was going to be historic. At least it was on pace to be. Well, two things. The first thing I thought was Tennessee has sunk. Yeah. The top five in the league in, a, in total offense, second in the league in rushing, and I think the third in the league in red zone offense. And that is largely due to what, Tom? Yeah, to Henry. That's he's the he's the focal point of their offense. And to have a workhorse back, and you and I both have had this conversation. Those guys, Emmett Smith, Eddie George, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, you know that guy that's gonna run for you for 10 years and he's the bell cow. We haven't seen that in a long time. You and far Derek, between. Yeah. Yeah. Derrick Henry actually looked like that guy that he's gonna run for Tennessee for the next 10, 11 years, and he was gonna be the 20, 25 a game. 2025 carrier game guy who's going to be their workhorse back and he's going to eventually get them to where they need to go. So we are in the middle of this season where he's on pace for 2000 yards and over 30 touchdowns and 2000 yards for the second consecutive season. So if he could just run, I don't know, maybe 1200 yards, 1300 yards over the next three seasons, we would have to start having that conversation about him being in the top 10 all time in running backs. He's such a huge part of what they're doing offensively. Him now not being an offense, now what we have to do, there's a reason why Tennessee is 19th in the league tone in passing. They don't throw the ball. And it's not just because Derrick Henry is, there, is who Derrick Henry is. I don't know how much faith they have in Ryan Tannehill to throw the football. Even though A.J. Even though AJ, AJ Green uh, and AJ Brown. AJ Brown, I'm sorry, A.J. Brown and, and Julio were there. I don't know how much confidence they have in Ryan Tannehill, but I'll tell you what, Tone, we're about to find out. We're about to find out. Because Adrian Peterson, listen. No disrespect to Adrian Peterson, but at this point in his career, he's he's not Derrick Henry, right? Like I don't think I'm breaking any news there by by saying that he's not he's not Derrick Henry. No, and, and I'll say this because someone said, "Oh, they'll get." There isn't a running back. There isn't two running backs that are out there on the street that can equal Derrick Henry. Because trust me, if there was one or even two combined. They'd be playing somewhere. Yeah, that's a fact. So again, it's no disrespect to Adrian Peterson. The last time he played, he actually really impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is he's phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Let's be honest. He right. was available because he's not Derrick Henry. Correct. So I, I'm with you. I think they still, you know, they lead the AFC 
They're in mm-hmm. first. If they can go 500, that's mm-hmm. what, 10 wins, 11 wins. So they're still probably in the playoffs. Right. But we're about to see if, you know, we Ryan Tannehill in, my, in Miami wasn't good. Ryan Tannehill in Miami was not good. Ryan Tannehill in Tennessee kind of the first couple of years, or the first year surprised us, got the contract. Mm-hmm. But listen, Derrick Henry was always there for him. Right now, we're really going to see is this the Ryan Tannehill of Miami or is this a different Ryan Tannehill? Maybe we were wrong, maybe we were wrong about him. We're about to find out. I won't bring up the Jets coach and I won't bring up the same coach that was in Miami. That listen, I'm not gonna bring that up. Listen, I'm not gonna say anything about Gase other than I think he could make Tom Brady look bad. (laughs) Um, and then and, and this one, this one. Look, not on the same level as Derrick Henry in terms of talent, but this one actually hurt me, I think, more than Derrick Henry because I was, re- you know, this. I've said this to you since preseason, regular season, I, I, off season. I've said I have a special place in my heart for Jameis Winston and I felt horrible. He got so much slack, you know, for the 30 interception season and, and obviously the team wasn't that good. And, his, even his pregame warm-up, everybody like just kind of, te- you know, he, and then he makes a decision to sacrifice and sit on the bench behind Drew Brees, heck, behind Taysom Hill right. when I was screaming that they should start Winston. Mm-hmm. Starts off the season, looks good, mm-hmm. inconsistent, but, but looks like, hey, mm-hmm. this team might have a shot here. And then he goes down. And that one just, I don't know, that one took the sales out of me a little bit. I, I didn't like that one, but. This, this are the Saints. Is there? Well, well, first of all, you look at a team in New Orleans. Just so you know, Tone, three of the last four times they've played Tampa, who was the defending Super Bowl champs, they've held Tampa to eighteen points. Their so, defense is so underrated. Their yeah. defense is so underrated. Which is kind of which is kind of ironic, Tone, because if you look at New Orleans defense on paper, they're trash. They fourth worst in the league. Terrible. So I'm trying to make sense of what what it, what it is is it's every team where got their team someone's whatever, got their number yeah. whatever it is whether it's the NBA whether it's baseball whether it's football one team just has that other team's number and I can't I don't know exactly what it is with Tampa but whenever they see New Orleans Tom Brady just looks like Thomas Brady he doesn't actually look like Tom Brady he just looks like some guy that's playing quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right so think, right so when I think about what New Orleans was doing and how 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 Sean Payton was handling Jamison and he was how he was handling Jamison and how he was opening up the playbook and had the leash on him not too tight because he was letting them play and they were getting better and now for it to go the other way and and for that just to be a setback where I mean what are we in November so we looking at I don't think he'll be ready for training camp next year I doubt it but if he is he's going to be brought along really slowly depending yeah. on who even brings him in depending on who even brings him in. And it's a, it, it's a tough situation. Cause I, I was, I was really looking, I was really yeah. looking forward to seeing what yeah. they were going to do. I was, yeah, I was, I was really rooting for him. Listen, when I saw Philip rivers say, Hey, if New Orleans calls, I'm listening. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. now I, that's when I knew. Yep. That season's over. Um, so now let's get into So let's trade deadline was on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. There was a name that got traded. Well, there's a couple of names that got traded, but one mm-hmm. big one. And so let me, I'm going to start there, but then I want to go through some of the other players yeah. uh, who weren't traded, who we thought might be traded. So let's start with the obvious uh, Von Miller to the Rams. My contention is 
one, I don't think they solved their issues, which is the secondary. Yeah. However, I feel like they're, they know who they're going to face, mm-hmm. right? They know who they're going to face in the playoffs. It's going to be the, the Packers. It's going to mm-hmm. be the Bucks. And how do you beat the Packers and the Bucks? Mm-hmm. Well, you put pressure and hit and sack Tom Brady and yep. Aaron Rodgers. That's, yep. We know that's the key to, this, to success. How do you do it? Well, you have a, an intense pass rush. So, mm-hmm. hey, it makes sense. Let's get Von Miller. Yep. I question why Denver did it. And then I, someone told me and uh, that is free agent. You know, he could have lost yep. him for nothing. So, mm-hmm. obviously, if he made his intentions clear mm-hmm. that I'm not re-signing, okay, then I understand that move. Because right. Denver's still in the playoff hunt. Yes, so, when you see Von Miller and the Rams, do they jump up now to the, the top of the heap in the N- N- NFC for you? Or is it, listen, still the Bucs uh, conference to lose? Well, when I look at the Rams, I'm looking at a team that they still are at the top of the NFC. And I don't know if they're the team to beat in the NFC West because the way Arizona handled them. But now with getting Vaughn Miller, who, by the way, Tone, you know, I was hearing whispers that he was washed. And just for, just for the record, over the last, I think it was five, four of the last five years, he's had double-digit sacks. And two of those four years, he's been in the top five in the league in sacks. He's on his way to a double-digit sack season this season. So when you put him in with Aaron Donald and you got two elite pass rushers, you make it really difficult on the quarterback and you make it really difficult on any team's front four, any team's front four. So when I think about what they're doing, what the Rams did was they pushed all of their chips to the front of the table and they said, we're trying to win it this season. And they have their quarterback, they got rid of golf, and now they have their, not just one, two elite pass rushes. And with Ramsey cutting the field in half, I think that they're going to cause a lot. Of, and you, we, I saw what they did to the Bucs when they came out to Los Angeles, which, by the way, if we do have a Bucs-Rams playoff, the way the Rams are going, that means they have to come back out to Los Angeles again. So I think that they can handle them again. So I'm, 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 I'm not surprised, but I'm impressed with, with how aggressive the Rams have been, no doubt. Yeah, listen, I'm sure they looked at shoring up the secondary and said, well, we can't. They probably didn't find anything and said, well, the one way to make your secondary look better <laughs> is to have a better pass rush because there you go. it's funny how when you give a quarterback little time, your secondary all of a sudden starts to look better. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you're, you're right. You got, you got Donald, you got Miller and Donald. I, no one talks about, and I think they should, Leonard Floyd, uh, mm-hmm. who's f- fantastic. You got Ramsey, like you said, cutting off the field. Heck, yep. if, if all you got to worry about is one corner – one side of the field in the backfield. Mm-hmm. That, hey, you're probably doing better than most. So I think yes, sir. I think they're going to be a team to be reckoned with, obviously, uh, in the NFC. So that that was that was the big name in terms of the biggest name I think that got traded. I want to go through some of the players that. Oh, wait, you wanted to talk about Fletcher Cox. So let's let's start there. I know that's and then and then I'll go through my list. I want to start. Well, I, 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 I was thinking about a number of different guys when I was thinking about uh, Deshaun Jackson. I was surprised that he didn't get traded. And he finally got. I think he. I think he got cut by. He was. Yeah, he was released yeah. by the Rams. So I he's. He was, I think he was released by the Rams, which I'm surprised he hasn't been picked up yet. Because we're talking about, you know, one of the best. Still to this day, at 34 years old, one of the better deep threats in the game. I was surprised that he wasn't picked up. But then I think about Fletcher Cox and the interior defender he is, and what he would go for in the trade in the trademark. I think you can get a one for him. You maybe even get a, a one, maybe two twos for him. So. For Philadelphia, not because I mean, I doubt Philadelphia is going to make the playoffs. And I think that my 49ers, if we could have called them up to ask for Fletcher Cox, I think we I think he could have got a one for him. 
So Fletcher Cox, I was surprised he didn't get moved. Deshaun Watson, I was surprised that that thing didn't happen. Um, that 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 I think that's that's probably it. Those those are the so, guys that I, I was I was really surprised about. Oh, OB, uh, OB, the, yeah, let's that's the next one. OBJ, yeah. OBJ. Let's talk let's talk about Odell Beckham because mm-hmm. I listen for anyone who follows me on on any kind of social media, sports underscore fluent, mm-hmm. or obviously follow Chilltown Hoops as well. Well, no, I've been hashtagging free Odell for for maybe a couple of weeks. You know, on this show, I've said to you multiple times, and you've said there's something up between Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham. There's 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 something there. It's not working. One of them has to go. I forever have said it should be Baker Mayfield that goes because I think he's the worst quarterback in the NFL. I will continue, I will continue to beat that drum. <laughs> so that's not gonna happen, however. But so when they didn't trade him. Because there were some teams that, that were interested. So the fact that they didn't trade him, I thought was curious. Mm-hmm. But then his dad starts posting, you know, a bunch of video clips of him being open and Baker Mayfield not throwing him the ball. Mm-hmm. Baker, of course, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see him. I know that's because you're a bad quarterback. That's why you didn't see that, that he was wide open. <laughs> and then, yes, I will take a shot every chance I get. And then now, now it's, well, just, hey, uh, just don't consider him part of this team anymore. He's been excused. Release him. Release him then. If he's not, if you've told the team he's essentially not part of this team anymore, you didn't trade him. Release right. him. Let yeah. him go. Yeah. I know they're scared because you know if I'm if I'm anyone in the AFC North, I'm 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 picking him up. Right. If I'm the Ravens, I'm calling up and saying, "Hey, come play for," because you know what he's going to do in the playoffs. If yeah. if he goes to the Ravens and plays against the Browns. You know Odell's gonna have like 10 catches for 180 yards. He'd do something crazy like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So that's why they don't want to release him because he's going, you know, to, to Pittsburgh, to the Ravens, to the Bengals, right. even. Um, but this I think having him just in limbo, I think is is just really unprofessional, but it doesn't surprise me because we're yeah. dealing with the Browns. Yeah, that's just exactly who the, that's who Cleveland is. And I was wrong about Cleveland before the season started. I was really big on them, and I thought that they were gonna, I thought that they were gonna do a lot. I was very impressed with Baker Mayfield coming into this season. And I'm looking at this group tone and I'm looking at the dynamic between him and ODB, man. And it's just not working. All right. So because it's not working, we can move on. But, you know, when my parents get involved, you know, this just as well as I do, Tone. Like when you're in high school, your parents get involved in something. You do everything that you can to keep your parents away from anything that you're doing in sports. Right. You don't want them involved, even in college. Now, when you get to the pro level, it's even worse because now it's a question of being an adult. Like, I can handle this, dad. I can handle this, mom. Uh Uh-uh. I don't need you involved in this. And it's just a bad look all the way around. Now, was he right in what he showed us? Absolutely he was because I'm sure there's plenty of times that ODB has come back to the huddle and gone, yo, I'm open. You can get me. Well, listen, as as every wide receiver will attest to this, I I played wide receiver and I'll tell you, I'm always open. Yeah. There, there, there could have been three guys on me. I'm, I'm right. still open. So right. I'm sure I'm sure that happened. Quite yeah, a bit. That, that's probably that's probably the case. But he hasn't been the same guy since he left Eli. He hasn't been the same guy. I think that, that him getting not just getting with Baker, the trade caught him off guard and him going to Cleveland where, you know, it was kind of an unstable situation when he first got here. They were right. building something. And when he was in with the Giants, they were at least a playoff team. So it, it, he hasn't been the same since he left there. If you right. it's one, it's one thing you're going with him. You're playing with a Manning. He's a veteran. He's a Super Bowl champ. Right. It's that's and then now you go to the Browns. No offense. Right. Not a great history. Baker Mayfield unproven. 
right coaching changes like just galore mm-hmm. um i think this isn't this like the first coach who's lost it who's probably going to be two straight seasons in a really oh, long I'll, time i'm actually surprised when i looked i watched i watched them last sunday and i'm watching and i'm, I'm like wait a minute that's the same dude from last year that they got on their sideline Kevin yeah Stefanski. it's the Stefanski, yeah, it's, yeah it's it's, that's the same dude i keep forgetting that all right they, they got the same coach because they had a revolving door over the last five years oh yeah yeah 100 percent so, so Odo Beckham, let's, you know, obviously I, I think he's still talented. I still think he can help a team. Yeah. Um, I, I hope that, like I said, I hope that they release him. There's another wide receiver and I can't believe I'm about to say this because he's one of my favorites. He's maybe one of the most underappreciated mm-hmm. wide receivers. Cause I think he's top 10. And when I run, I, you know, a few weeks ago, I ran you down the list of QBs he's had, I think since even high school, he's never had, he's never had a good quarterback. Allen Robinson and Justin Fields haven't seemed to click, which is really, I thought that was going to be, you know, rookie QBs. That's his best friend is a guy like Allen Robinson. That's your security blanket. You put it out to him. He's going to catch it. Mm -hmm. They haven't clicked. So I really thought being, you know, on his franchise tag, he's, they're probably not going to do it to him again next year. So he's probably going to walk. I thought the bears were going to trade Allen Robinson and just kind of say, Hey, we're going young. And, and let's let's be honest, Nagy probably doesn't know how to get Justin Fields to get Allen Robinson the ball. I don't have any faith in that either. Right. But I thought, hey, let's let's trade Robinson again. You can get a, I think you get a couple good draft picks, at least one mm-hmm. uh, for Allen Robinson. And the fact that he wasn't traded, I think, was a big surprise. Did that surprise you as well? Yes, it did. It absolutely did. Because I, I thought I had before the season started, I had Allen Robinson. I think I had him at eight as, as one of the 10 best receivers in the game. I had him at eight. And, you know, his ability to run routes, his ability to run dig routes, his ability to run nine routes, his ability to just get open. You would think that he would be so much better with a rookie quarterback in Justin Fields, who this is my security blanket. He's the best wide receiver on the team. So no matter who I have, I've said this to you in the past, Tom, when Tom Brady comes to the line of scrimmage, where's he looking? Where's 87? When 16 would come to the line of scrimmage, where's he looking? Where's number 80? That your quarterback has that one guy. So you would think that Justin Fields has that guy in Robinson because he's one of the, he was, he's been one of the most productive yeah. wires in the game. But for some reason, is it because he's pressing? Is it because he's trying to get him the ball too much? Is it, is it, he's not getting it doesn't him? watching the games. It doesn't look like he's pressing and trying to get him the ball too much. It, it seems like he just has a better chemistry with, um, yeah. with Mooney. Yeah. Right. And I think that's he feels comfortable throwing to Mooney. And yeah. and and it's unfortunate. Now, I, who knows what's going on behind the scenes? Like, are they who knows? Right. Um, but that's that's one that I, I'd like to I, hopefully they figure out a way mm-hmm. kind of moving forward the rest of the season because they're still yeah. in the playoff hunt. Yes, they um, are. And, and they're going to need Allen Robinson to be big. Obviously, they're going to need David Montgomery to come back healthy. There's a couple of things they need, but that's definitely one of them that the Bears are going to need. All right. The last one before we get into our picks. So many rumors, so many speculations about Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. and he's today he's still Texan. I'm uh, well. From what I've heard today, they had an agreement, a settlement, and the deal breaker was Deshaun wanted a non-disclosure agreement from the victims, and they were like, "Nope," and that was the deal breaker. Otherwise, we would have had a deal. So. This thing is lingering, and I don't think that there's going to be a criminal charge. I doubt it, because if it was, then I think that it would have came up already. already, Yeah, Yeah, I think it would have came up already. But 
this is just a bad look, and this is something that the Texans have to get out from under. And Deshaun Watson has to get out from under this too. And he's going to have to deal with a lot of backlash afterwards. Now, I'm sure that the Miami Dolphins did their due diligence when, you know, they explored trading him. You know, what's the possibility that this guy can go to jail? What's the possibility that, that this could blow back in our faces? Well, they probably didn't like what they saw, which would explain why they passed. I don't think it had anything to do in terms of criminally. I think it was the other stuff that they looked at because – it's obvious, Tony. You've said this before. I think Baker Mayfield is the worst quarterback in your eyes. I think Tua is right behind him, if, if, if according to you. But, but that's, with that being said, but that's why I'm surprised that they didn't make the move because right. what they so done what I'm with thinking, Tua, yeah, yeah. So what I'm thinking is, is they're not going to hold on to Tua because it doesn't seem like Tua is their guy. I mean, right. they they got out from under Josh. They got out from under Josh Rosen quickly. This is the second year now with Tua and. There doesn't really seem to be a lot of improvement. So, I mean, how much longer do we hold on to Tua? It doesn't look like they're going to hold on to him much longer. So the question is, is, you know, what exactly is the holdup? I can appreciate what's going on with Deshaun Watson and the ramifications later on, but is it is it that bad that you had to say no? The You know, I feel like they even, for me, they painted themselves into a corner where I, I feel like they had to make the deal. Like if yeah. if – if the trade was agreed to in, in, in terms of the pieces moving back and forth, because it was so public, because Tua spoke out about it, you're now in a situation where we all know you don't have faith in your quarterback. Yeah. Your quarterback knows mm-hmm. that you don't have faith in your quarterback. Right. I don't know that you can come back from that. It's not like he's a vet. He's a young quarterback. Um, he's a young quarterback who was highly touted. In fact, if you remember before his injury in, in college, it was, it was tanking for Tua. Like it was, that was a big, going on down here, that, was that was a big was, thing. That yeah. That was going on down here. It was on the news. It was everything. Tank for Tua. Tank yeah. for Tua. So how do you go on the rest of the season knowing that they don't want me here mm-hmm. and maybe I don't want to be here because of that. It's just, well, I, I, I don't like the dynamic that they've now created. Well, Tone, it's not maybe I don't want to be here. In fact, it's I don't want to be here because of that. You've already made it clear. You've already made it clear that you're not going to be moving forward with me. I don't think Tua is the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins in the next year or two. I doubt that very seriously. All right. Well, we'll see what happens the rest of the season. Now it's time to make our picks. Mm -hmm. Let me me get my little cheat sheet over here so we could go. We got a Monday nighter that uh, this team – all of a sudden becomes, I would assume, the favorite in the AFC um, in the AFC South, the Colts? Yes, sir. Thursday night, no doubt. So we got the Colts playing the surprising Jets. Two mm-hmm. wins, upset the Bengals. Can they do it again? No. Even though I'm loving Mike White and Zach Wilson should absolutely be sitting behind him to learn because Mike White looks like he's been around for a little bit and it wouldn't hurt Zach Wilson to sit behind somebody and learn. But I think that the, uh, I think the Colts handled it. I'm not going to argue with that one. I think, I think the Colts, if they're smart, one will learn from the Bengals who didn't take the Jets seriously mm-hmm. and lost that they need to take the Jets seriously. That's and exactly two, that. and two, if I'm, if I'm the Colts, if I'm Carson Wentz, if, I, if I'm Frank White, if I'm that defense, I'm like, Hey, Unfortunate what happened to Derrick Henry, but now we now not that we didn't have a shot before we did, but now we have a real shot. Let's go get this. So I, sure. I I think they do that. 
All right, there we move. Let's speaking. We've talked a lot about the Browns and the Bengals. Uh, Browns and Bengals. I think Cincinnati handles them, and I and I love what Miles Garrett is doing up and with that front four. But I think Cincinnati handles them after the performance that they had last week against the Jets. I think they handle Cleveland. Everyone's gonna come out and say, "Oh, the Browns got this one." Look, the Bengals lost to the Jets. They're done. I think you're absolutely right. I think the Bengals come back with a vengeance and. Mm-hmm. And we agree on that one, too. Broncos, Cowboys. Dallas is a 10. I, I, I normally don't point out uh, point spreads, but some you know some of them. 10-point favorite are the Cowboys. As you know. Uh, and then we don't know. Is it, is it Dak? I, do we have confirmation? Is it Dak or, or the new red, red rifle, Cooper, Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush in the house. What a rush. I think, I think lightning. I think he caught lightning in a bottle. Um, I think he looked really good and he gave them some insurance. Uh, losing Von Miller is going to be big for Denver. I think Dallas handles them. I don't, I don't think they serve Denver, but I do, I, I do think that they take care of them. I'm going to go. I don't want to, I don't want to do this because we're agreeing on every game, but I am going to go Cowboys in a close one as yep. well. So listen, if you're a betting man, I wouldn't, I, I, I take Denver with the points, mm-hmm. but in a straight up, uh, matchup i'm gonna take the cowboys i'm I'm with you all right texans dolphins have played a combined 16 games mm-hmm. and have a combined <laughs> two wins two of them <laughs> two of them man break so i think with that what's going on in miami and the confidence level that they have and even as bad as their defense is playing that coach does get something out of these guys. And I do think that they can beat Houston. I think Miami can do it. I am going to go with Mr. Mills. All right. And and I'm going to go with the Texans on this one, not just to be, not just so that we don't pick every game the same, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the Dolphins, look, you're going to get one of two, two Tua's. (laughs) You're going to get one that comes out and says, I'll show you. Or you're going to get the one that says, I'll show you, <laughs> which that's same words, right same, same, same words, but very different. Right. And, and I think and worse too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's what you're going to see. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess upsetting if that could be when you have two uh, one win teams, if you want to call it an upset. Yep. Um, all right. Falcons and saints. What are we going to see from the saints? Who's the court? Is it, is it Hill? Is Hill going to be the starting quarterback again? We, we, maybe we don't even know if he's going to, we don't even know if he's going to play. We have no idea if he's going to play. So, you know, they, they might be uh, calling up the old folks home to get Bobby A. Bear out of retirement. Something, something might have Bobby to A. Bear, wow. That's a... They, might have to, <laughs> they might have to call up the old folks home to get Bobby A. Bear out of retirement. I think that Atlanta, I think that they come out and I think that they, I think that they play well against it. And, and I've been having such a difficult time with Atlanta because Kyle Pitts was my offensive rookie of the year before the season started. And he's been up and down, which you expect from a rookie. But I think that they can beat the Saints this weekend with, without – Jameis, I think that they can beat the Saints and get back to 500. I think Atlanta's another team. Get over 500, I'm sorry. That no one ever, no one talked about this. And, and I got to tell you, I'm really surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first, first, let's, first let me take a pause and say, let me, let me give a shout out to Calvin Ridley. Um, we talked a lot about, you know, in my previous life about mental health. And mm-hmm. for him to have that self-awareness to know that he needed to step away for his own mental health. Yeah. Uh, I think I applaud that. 
Um, good for him. I know there's the old school mentality of, oh, come on, just you know, tough it out and whatever. Listen, man, if, if you know that you're going to be a distraction to the team or to yourself or, or whatever, mm-hmm. do what you got to do to take care of yourself. So I'm, I, let me give a shout out to Calvin Ridley. And let me also put, put this out there. So this might be our clip that we can use in our promos because I think the Atlanta Falcons should have traded Matt Ryan to the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson. And here's why I think that. I'm listening to this. Hmm. One, because I think Matt Ryan is kind of coming to the tail end of his career a little bit, but he would be a great veteran stopgap quarterback for a couple of seasons while they yeah. find their young guy and he can help groom them. Mm-hmm. I think Atlanta is a great place for Deshaun Watson in this sense. One, listen, Deshaun Watson is a phenomenal talent. Mm-hmm. You put him with a dynamic tight end like Kyle Pitts, and mm-hmm. once he's better mentally, a young wide receiver in Calvin Ridley, mm-hmm. I think you have your core. You just need a running back, but you have your core of young talent that can carry you for the next 10 years. Yep. And I think that's the type of player that Houston might have said, hey, Matt Ryan's proven like he, he can win. Look, maybe not Super Bowl win. But he can right. get you to the Super Bowl. He's, he's a very, very good veteran quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they've had, they don't know what they're doing at the quarterback position, obviously. Are you, could you get a better quarterback than Matt Ryan right now in this, in, in this NFL? If you're Houston? I don't, well, if, for, if in a trade for Deshaun Watson. If you're Houston, I don't think so. But when I thought about, when I thought about Deshaun Watson, my first initial thought was New Orleans. I thought he would be great in New Orleans and that's Sean Payton offense. Oh, I I agree with you. I think any quarterback in Sean Payton's offense probably does, (laughs) but I mean, but they don't have someone of Matt Ryan's caliber to give back. And so I was, cause I was really surprised that Atlanta didn't trade him in the off season. Mm -hmm. I I thought they were going to move on and go with, you know, when they moved Julio Jones, I thought they were going to like a youth movement. Right. That's so I was really that, surprised. That would be a great. That would be a great trade, Tone. That, would, that wouldn't be a good trade. That would have been a great trade for right. them, absolutely. And because of that, mm-hmm. I'm going with the Saints. Oh, I think the Saints that's find that's a way. That. I think the Saints find a way to upset the Falcons, or not mm-hmm. even upset the Falcons, but to beat the Falcons. So, you know, the I'm going. I'm going with the Saints. I'm going. Uh, I think they're de- like I said. I think we underestimate their defense. I think Matt Matt Ryan's going to have a tough tough game. And one of the things they do well is stop the tight end. So don't, you know, let's not look, I don't know that's the Kyle Pitts. That's because of their linebackers. They're great. In yeah, both. yeah, back. yeah, exactly. So I think Pitts, I think Pitts has a tough time this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Raiders. Uh, Raiders and Giants. And the reason I let out the sigh is how much can the Raiders go through the season before it's like, listen, you rally around, you know, the whole stuff with Gruden. Now you got this, you, you know, you got Derek Carr, who maybe, you know, if he was a WWE wrestler, I'd be like, you can't put him on the mic. You, you can't, he can't cut a promo, right? Just stop, like, stop him to stop him from talking or yeah. give him. He's the guy that should just give out cliche answers yeah. because it feels like he's trying to say the right thing, but he ne- never seems to say the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got, let's talk about the game, right? Ra- Ra- Raiders and Giants rallying. Do they come back? Do they win one, win one for their, their, their teammate? Do they? I- I think or, the Giants. Are, I think the Giants are on the doorstep. I think they should have beat Kansas City the week before, and I think that they're going to see the Raiders with that run defense that the Raiders have. Even though Barkley's still not healthy, I think that the Giants with that with that defense that they have. I mean, they held the they held Kansas City with that offense in the seventeen points. So I was really surprised. I was really impressed with the Giants, and I think that they beat the Raiders this weekend. You know what I think? 
I think that I've been telling you this since the preseason. I think the Giants are a terrible team. And I think the Chiefs have become a question mark. And although they, the Giants played well against Kansas City, mm-hmm. I think the Raiders handily, handily take care of the Giants this week. All right. And I think, I think the Raiders' offense and defense is better right today. Mm-hmm. Don't look at the names. Don't look at the names on the roster because then, right. then I lose this argument. The way they're playing, I think the Raiders are playing better offensively and defensively than the Chiefs. I don't think that's a hot take. And so I, I think they take care of the Giants because I, I, I think the Giants are just – I didn't like the coaching hire. I told you that in the offseason. And I didn't like Daniel Jones. And I don't think that's a hot take, Tom, because if you look yeah, at Kansas City – Yeah, at, I know. That's what I said. I don't think it's a <laughs> you look at their When you look at their group with, with, with their quarterback and Mahomes and with Kelsey and with Kareem Hunt, after that, where's the talent? And, wh- and who's been doing who's been doing anything for them? You know, oh, yeah, exactly. Edward even even Mahomes, yeah, I, Mahomes. I think has more interceptions, or at least close to more interceptions this year than the last two or three years combined. He leads the league in interceptions. He does. He, he this is not his most. He leads. Yeah. He's number uno in, in interceptions. So there, there, there you go. So that's why I got the Raiders. Um, all right, Patriot. Bill Belichick's going to find a way, isn't he? Mm. Pa- Patriots and Panthers, both four and four, but Patriots knocking on that. Playoff Play or doom. Yes, they are, Tone. They absolutely are. And I hate to say it, but and I'm going on record here. The Patriots are making the playoffs. I don't think that's a hot take either. <laughs> Patriots are making the playoffs. I said it. I'm saying it again. The Patriots are making the playoffs. They found their quarterback of the future in Mac Jones. I think he's their guy. And I don't know if this is going to come back to bite me in a year or in two years. But what I do know is, is he looks really good in what that in that offense. He looks he, really he, good in that he offense. He does. And, and it shouldn't be surprising, right? No, it shouldn't be. You know, uh, Belichick's friends um, down there. and I'm not surprised. You listen, the whole thing smells shady to me. The fact that he was even available for the base. got a pipeline like, going on in Alabama. Pop, yeah. Pipeline. You're right. Yes. Like, Alabama, like, oh, yes. surprisingly, he drops to the – okay, sure. Yeah, they, that's they, that's they got a pipeline going on. All right, so I'm, so I'm assuming you're taking the Patriots over the Panthers. I am taking the Patriots okay. over the Panthers. I'm very I disappointed am... in Sam Donald. Very disappointed in him lately. We talked so highly about him in the offseason. We thought, hey, and then he started off. We were, like, really impressed. I think he led the league in rushing touchdowns. He was going to be great. Mm-hmm. Dropped off a cliff. Let's hope he can get it back. But I'm with you. I got, I got the Panthers um, mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So we both got the sorry, we both got the Patriots, excuse me, over the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I can't okay. Is there <laughs> we might just skip skip this one because I, I feel we're both gonna say the same thing. Bills and Jags. Jags have a shot. No. No. Okay. <laughs> Blowout, or do they keep it at least they, competitive? They smoke Jacksonville. Okay. Smoke I I'm, I'm I'm with you. I think this they're gonna make a statement here. Yeah. Um Vikings and Ravens. I don't know what team I'm going to get on with the Vikings from week to week. The one thing I do know, the one thing I do know, if you ever want to have a good laugh and watch the Vikings go 0-17, just put all their games in prime time with Kirk Cousins as their as That's their, it. As their, I don't know what the problem is when the lights get brighter with this dude. He just shrinks, though. He doesn't. He might not. Maybe he needs sunglasses. He might just That's not, not. That can't be the problem because this, oh, I can't understand it for the life of me with this dude. So when he gets on Monday Night Football or he gets on Sunday Night Football or he gets – on on he got the he has the the late game on Fox at four thirty. He just looks like he's never played football before. There's some there's some games where he looks like an all pro, and there's some games when he looks like I can't believe this this dude is a starting quarterback in the NFL. I can't put my finger on him, but you know what? 
going with Minnesota this weekend. Well, it's a one o'clock game. It's yeah. a one o'clock game. So, so you're gonna take going you're gonna take you're gonna take the Vikings. I don't know it yet. However, I am gonna work on it, and I promise for next week I will have mm-hmm. something because Scotty Pippen. Don't read his memoirs if you want to have a good laugh. But Scotty Pippen made made maybe the best comment, best trash talk single line ever, maybe in the history, in the history of NBA basketball, when Carl Malone was at the free throw line during the finals and he said, No man doesn't deliver on Sundays. No, he does not. Mm-hmm. So then you go back and look. Then you go back and look and you find that all of Carl Malone's worst games, and I mean worst games, were on Sundays. And I mean there's there's half a dozen of them where you get like terrible shooting, tons of turnovers, just losses based on his poor performance all on Sundays, which makes it even better. Yep. We got to find something about the bright lights and, you know, know, when the lights are on, cousin goes home. I don't, I don't know what we're going to say, but we're going to figure something that incorporates the lights being on and Kirk cousins. And he's also one of them quarterbacks tone really quick, where when one thing goes wrong, the floodgates open up. He's not one of those quarterbacks where, he can, like, one thing goes wrong and then he'll get it back together. No, he's the kind of quarterback where he'll throw an interception, and if you don't reel him in, he'll throw three more. Now that Derrick Henry is hurt, I'm going with my MVP and winner of this game, the Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Right. So we'll see how that pans out. The char- Your Chargers, bit of a losing streak. They haven't, yeah. looked, they haven't looked very good. Mm-hmm. Your face of the franchise, your future MVP quarterback, I don't think you're wrong, by the way. But the Chargers facing the Eagles, mm-hmm. who aren't that good either. No, is this no. is this the is this the excuse me is this the Chargers get right game? I do think this their get right game. Justin Herbert, he's been in a, in, in a bit of a slump. I think that bye week. I don't know what happened during that bye week, but they came back from that bye week and they haven't been they haven't looked good at all. But I think this is the week against Philadelphia that they turn it around. They get him and Mike Williams get back on the same page. Him and Keenan Allen get back on the same page, and I think they beat the Eagles. I, I agree with you 100%. Um, there's a team up there in Green Bay that, uh, man, we didn't even talk about Aaron Rodgers. We probably should have. Um, I've been immunized. Yeah, we all were as kids, but we all thought you meant you were vaxxed, and he wasn't. And let's be honest, if it's not Aaron Rodgers – He's probably getting fined, suspended. There's there's a bunch of stuff that happens because he's broken NFL protocol multiple times. Mm-hmm. And now he's got COVID. Mm-hmm. Who knows if he's spread it to his entire team. We're going to see Jordan Love. I don't know if that's a good, good or a bad thing. Um, but you got the Packers and the Chiefs. Listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do love hearing conspiracies. And the first one that came out right away, someone sent it to me because they know I love hearing them. Uh, it's the NFL's way of getting the Chiefs into the playoffs because when they beat the Packers without Aaron Rodgers, no one's going to pay, you know, they're missing their wide receivers. They're missing Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. No surprise. I'm just going to say one thing tone about this game. The pride of Utah state Jordan love is bringing them to a victory. You heard it here first. Wow. So we're going Packers sans Aaron Rodgers. The pride of Utah state is bringing them to a victory. Is this the beginning of the end? Is it? Are we going to see the Jordan Love era start early, and this is how Aaron Rodgers makes his Green Bay Packer exit? See, see no, Tone. We're not going that far. No, we're not. Mm-hmm. We're not going that far. Not going but that far? Think, okay. But you I do, do think, think... The pride of Utah State, baby. Let's go. I think last week, I think last week when they were missing kind of all their wide receivers, we saw the blueprint 
um, as I called, as I said, uh, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, and a little old uh, Randall Cobb uh, to get them the win last week against the, at the time, undefeated uh, Cardinals. I called that one right. So I'm going to go on the other side of this one and say, this is going to be the get right game for the Chiefs. And they squeaked by the Giants. And now against this Packer defense, you're going to see Kelsey, Tariq Hill, and most importantly, Patrick Mahomes to throw it all over the yard on this defense. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe the pride of Utah State, we want to go back to Utah after this game. I, I, I think he's not going to enjoy <laughs> his... see, Tone. He's been sitting behind this dude for already almost two years now, so you're going to see him. I, I think he's not going to like his first true NFL experience. <laughs> we're going to look back in a few years and be, what was that, you know... Welcome to the NFL experience. And he goes, when the Chiefs beat me by 40 on my first in my first start, that's what we're going to see this week from the Chiefs. Um, let's get them. Come on, Kansas City. Let's do it. Uh, Arizona, coming off their first loss mm-hmm. against your 49ers, coming yep. off a nice win. Mm-hmm. A nice win against a, a team that will remain nameless right now because we don't want to think about it. Um, Cardinals and 49ers, did your team keep it going? Or do the Cardinals yes, get back I on do. track? I think that we beat them when they come up to the Bay Area. I think we're going to handle them. Absolutely. I think we get them this weekend. Yes, sir, we do. We Our, our, our offense looks like it's getting better. Debo Samuels is impossible, as wow. you can see. He Debo looks Samuels phenomenal. Elijah Mitchell is, is running the football like no other. Jimmy G is upright, which is the most important thing, Tony. I've already said this to you in the past. 80% of our wins, we win 80% of our games when Jimmy G plays. So, I think we beat them. I think we beat these dudes this weekend. We had Jimmy G against them when we played them in Arizona. So we got them this weekend. I think we beat them this weekend. I want to pick the cards. I do just to be opposite. The problem is I don't think, I think they do. I think the 49ers win too. I really do. Like in my heart, I think the 49ers win. I think, I think the Cardinals are a better team. Mm -hmm. I just, I feel like, I feel like it's one of those, you know, we're, you, you know, every team kind of is adversity. This is mm-hmm. their adversity, right? Lose to Packers, lose to the 49ers. Can they come back from it? I think mm-hmm. this is, so I, I got the 49ers too. I really want to pick the cards though, but I, all right. Titans first game without Derek Henry came, couldn't come at a worse time. Could not come at a worse time. Plus they're like, playing the Rams. Yeah. They playing the Rams. And I think the Rams handled them the 80% of their offense is already gone. So now they have to completely improvise. They don't have to improvise. They have to completely improvise. They got to switch their offense up completely. And I think that that's going to be the downfall for them. And I think that the Rams, I don't, I'm not going to say blow them out, but I do think the Rams handle them. When your team is based on a player, even more so than maybe a system. Like, it's not like you can plug in any running back. It's not like, you know, the Broncos of old where you just threw in a running back and they rush for a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. This was, this was, their offense was based on Derrick Henry, not a run kind of, you know, not an offensive that can, you could plug in any running back. So you go up against the Rams without a running back or running game that I don't think they're going to establish, even if Adrian Peterson comes in, like, is, he's not going to know the playbook he's not going to know all that all, all those what, what they do so now you're forced to pass mm-hmm. and Matthew Stafford is going to take deep shots so you know that they're going to they're going to they're going to be moving forward. Right. so now you know Ryan Tannehill has to throw and you're going to have Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald pinning their ears back knowing that you're going to throw coming after you drop seven guys in coverage it, it might be ugly it, yeah, it might absolutely. be ugly absolutely um, so who, who in, so in, right now if you think about the NFL what team has one guy that they rely on solely None. Uh, Baltimore. 
Baltimore. And, Baltimore, and, what, Baltimore. and what? And 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 if the, and if Jackson goes down, what happens to them? They're Jacksonville. That's who I think they are. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly who I think. If they, they are. lose Jackson, they're Jacksonville. That's exactly. Um, who all right. So yes. Yeah, so I think we're both clearly mm-hmm. on the Rams. Um, the Monday Nighter. Uh huh. We haven't had much success on Monday night either. I made fun of Kirk Cousins, but whew. you know, I will say this. It's rare. It's rare that the Bears defense looks as bad as they looked last week against the 49ers because without Matt Nagy, the offense looked good. It did look good. Justin Fields looked good, which mm-hmm. proves my point again and again. However, this week they got the Steelers. I'm, I, I'm, I'm obviously nervous. I think mm-hmm. the Steelers do the things that make the Bears' lives difficult offensively. Mm-hmm. I think the Steelers' defense is still maybe even underrated, but against a against a rookie quarterback, where again the play calling is suspect. Oh, Bears are still. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm gonna leave it to you to just just the, just the fact that Matt Nagy's back in the fold. You're gonna see how much different. Yeah, Justin Fields is. In that offense, just the fact that he's back in the fold. And I think that Pittsburgh will beat Chicago this weekend on Monday. I think that they will beat him, beat them. I, um, I'm not going to argue, but I'm going to disagree because I have to. Of course. Um, and I think, I think Matt Nagy, I think over his COVID stretch, this is what I'm hoping happened. I think I told you he wrote a book about mm. setting your ego aside. He wrote the book. I, I hope he read it while he was while he was sitting at home, and um, he realizes, hey, there's some things Justin Fields can do if we put him in a situation to succeed Facts. that can make him successful. Mm-hmm. I hope him and Allen Robinson went out and had a nice meal. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields, I'm talking about, and Allen oh. Robinson, and said, hey, where do you like the ball? Well, I like it over here. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this is how I like to throw it. Okay, well, where's the happy medium where I can throw you the ball the way I like, and you can get the ball where you like? And I hope they had a real, like, if I may use a joke or a saying that we used to do when I was a kid, I hope they had like a kumbaya moment <laughs> <laughs> and held hands and sang and it came together. Yeah, and that's see. what I'm betting on. Yeah. So I'm betting on that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope that Sean, the defensive coordinator, went to his defense and just shook his head and said, I know we didn't have Khalil Mack, but you guys are better than that. Because they are. They are better than, than yeah. what they showed. And I hope they take it. I hope they. I hope they take it from another guy who played in Chicago, and they took it personal. Yeah, you know how I feel about Roquan right. Smith. You know yeah, I, Roquan, I hope Roquan Smith takes it yeah, personal and is like, absolutely. "I'm, I'm, I'm going to take care of this." Mm-hmm. And so, and I'm going to go with the, in a close one. In a close one, I'm going to go with the Bears. All right. So that's it. So this time, you don't know this. I, I, I kind of know what our picks were, and I've looked through our picks every week, and I'm like, "Oh, we did pretty good." Mm-hmm. I wrote them down this week and, and this week. So I'm going to actually look and see, I'm going to see how we did because people are asking me, they're like, Hey, I saw your picks. Hey, thanks for this one. You got it right. Like I got a lot of pats on my back about the green Bay Packers. Right. right. Cause they're like, man, you called it Dylan uh, Jones, even mm-hmm. Randall Cobb. Like that was amazing. I'm like, yeah, I got lucky. A broken clock. <laughs> tw- a broken clock is right twice a day. Right. Um, so they were like, how, how are you guys doing in terms of your record? And I said, I have no idea. So I'm going to start tracking. Listen, we still got more than half the season left. So I'm going to start tracking it and see how we do. Uh, All right. So we got NFL edition, obviously, is this every Friday uh, here on YouTube, on Chilltown Hoops, and on Sports Fluent. Mm -hmm. Wednesdays, you got the NBA edition of Fluent Mm -hmm. and Chill. 
And man, Monday, Monday's picking up some steam live on TikTok at 8 p.m. We take we try to take as many of your questions as we can. I know we I was asked to try to make our question our answers a little bit shorter because they said there's got so many questions you guys didn't get to. Okay. We're gonna try to get to those questions too. And if you haven't seen, go check out TikTok. I'm not gonna tell you. There's two really cool promotions. One where you can win a thousand dollars, the other where I'm just giving away money. So go on TikTok and find out. I'll I'll pin them. I know mm-hmm. I finally figured out how to do that. I'll pin those promos up on the top. If you go to sports underscore fluent, you'll see those pinned mm-hmm. on Friday. Um, Chilltown Hoops, you're already following him. But until next week, take it light. But take it. Get the full Sports Fluent Anthony K and Friends experience. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at sports underscore fluent. What does it mean to be truly fluent? Support us today for exclusive content, direct one-on-one chats, answers to your questions, and best of all, every quarter, a lucky supporter will be chosen to appear on Sports Fluent and receive some great swag from Boardwalk Los Angeles. How can you support us? Go to anchor.fm slash sports dash fluent slash support.